0: Every time I come in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator, eating up all the food, all the chicken, all the pig feet. You ate my dinner, my mashed potatoes. That's a good old gravy I like, and biscuits I can like, sop that gravy in. You ate all that up. You drink up all the milk, don't care what kind of milk it is. You don't care. 2%, 3%, buttermilk, patent milk. polar cow in a patent milk can, I bet you eat that too. What's wrong with you? I'm hiding my grapes. You go eat a ball of my grapes. Man, I... Now, when I went to bed last night, didn't I tell you to take out the trash? Yeah. So why didn't you do it? I fell asleep. I wish you were sleeping right now. I'll knock you beside your head with a left foot, make your ass beg up, and take out that damn trash. Hey, 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 hey. What are you doing? I'm throwing this away. We ain't even got no milk. You better eat that damn cereal? You ain't got no damn milk. I ain't got I bet you. When I was coming up, we didn't have milk, cereal, a bowl to eat in. Spoon, fork, knife. No napkins or nothing. You do like this. What Moth with your hand like that? You ever do that? No. Have you ever had government cheese? Hmm? Craig? Government cheese, you had some? No. Thick, take it in government cheese. Couldn't take a dump for two weeks. If you eat it on the 4th of July, by the 18th, everybody in the whole neighborhood trying to get to the bathrooms. I want to eat some of them chitlin. I love pig feet. The barbecue pig feet were gone. You got grease all over your damn mouth. You know, I had a sweet potato pie in there. You ate the whole pie. Left me that little old plastic thing there. You ain't got no damn milk. Ain't that a bitch? You're funny. <laughs> You're my boy. You remind me of my granddaddy. <laughs> you know what your problem is? You think money grows on trees. Just go ahead and pick your four or five hundred dollars and go off and just dance and eat chicken and dance and You just having all the fun in the world. <laughs> you know how I many stinking dogs, I gotta catch to fill that big ass bowl you got there, boy. Forty-five, fifty 50 dogs. Stinking, nasty dog, and 12 of them little stinking things they call a chihuahua. You better put some water on that shit, boy. Alright, I'll eat it. Hey, 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 hey! Take the garbage out front, son.
1: Standing in the front row, singing every word of every song is true. We got the rock and roll rhythm and blues. Well, the record man screaming that rock and roll's dead. But we think that he should sell cars instead. He's a fool. They try to take away the things we hold true. So if you care about a rock, Sit right there. We'll take your ass back to the early years where the jams were tight, the kids could play, the music didn't suck, and the bands weren't gay. To Willie and Willie, to Hank and Cash. Page and plan to excellence last Little bit of Alice and motherfucking chains We miss your lane, huh? Well, he sure could sing We'll be a hundred years old Still in the front row Singing every word with our devil horns in the air Cause baby, we were born to be here We'll keep the record spinning Kick and roll hard till the break of dawn with you Cause that's what they would want us to do So if you care about a rock, then sit right there we we'll take your ass back to the early years When the jams were tight, the kids could play The music didn't suck and the bands weren't gay To Tyler and Perry, to the Brothers Benzend From the Eagles to Elvis to Steals and Nash With a little kid rock beat on the back, yeah We're on our way
2: The thoughts and views expressed in this podcast are those solely of the author and guests participating in the podcast, and do not in any way represent the thoughts and views of anyone else not associated with this episode of this specific podcast. Welcome to the opposite of saying. Enjoy the show.
3: Can I tell you something? What do you, what do you got to tell me? <laughs> just I just got to get this off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that that women use way more fucking toilet paper than guys? Do? <laughs> I've heard such things. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to tell you about this for, for all fucking night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I can when I lived by myself, like, yeah. when I had my own apartment, dude, I could have a uh, like a four pack of fucking toilet paper and yeah. it would last me six months. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Six months. Yeah. You live with a girl. Yeah. That four pack of toilet paper yeah. is gone in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where the fuck did it go? <laughs> yeah. You think just fucking like the vagina just eats toilet paper. <laughs> it's like a black hole it just yeah. sucks it up.
4: <laughs>
2: They're just <laughs> <laughs> They're worried about cleanliness more than we are. That's what
3: that's what I'm told. Apparently girls like to take toilet paper and wrap it around their fingers and yeah. their hands. They make they make the uh the poo mitten. Yeah, the poo mitten, yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. They make it's <laughs> like a fucking they mummify their fucking hand. Yeah. Just to wipe yeah. it. That's even if they just pee. Yeah. Even just, and they're just like making sure they get the little drips that are coming. And then it's like, really? Do you really need to do all that? Yeah. I'm like, I'm making a fucking origami in my palm (laughs) with like four little squares.
2: I have one square. I folded over three times (laughs) Right. that I'm just going to use the tips of my fingers to hold. And I'm just going to barely like, I'm I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to pat it around. Like I'm an old English royalty, like patting the edges of my mouth after a nice pheasant meal.
3: Exactly, you're exactly right. Yeah, and that's how we—that's how guys do, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You, then you use like all that toilet paper. So girls take this whole fucking thing. They take half the roll of toilet paper, yeah. wrap it around their hand, just to wipe after they piss. Yeah, throw it in the toilet. Fucking flush that shit down. Lucky that it doesn't get clogged up in the toilet every fucking time. Yep. You know, you know what they call that toilet paper that down there? What? It's 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 blankets for the fishies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what. They, that's why they call it quilted northern. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it, it's just a bunch of blankets for the yeah. fishies. Oh yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I had to get that off my chest, Alex. Oh, I, I get you. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Coors Light. Straight out of Colorado. Colorado Rocky Mountains Finest. Now, Coors Light is a light lager. ABV, alcohol by volume, uh, is 4.2%. So we're going to have to drink a couple of them to kind of keep us going. But hey, I'm not arguing about that. I enjoy a couple of them. Um, I drank many of them. Oh, you
3: can't help it. You got to. As long as the mountains are blue. Oh, of course.
2: <laughs> yes, it's yeah. blue mountain. Blue mountains? Yeah. What, what's that old saying? You want blue mountains but not blue balls? huh I'm sure they say it around there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> My balls are never blue. Yeah. Thank God.
3: Oh. Mostly because I'm a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. So tell me about Coors Light. Coors Light. Coors has actually been around for a while, I got to say. Uh, the guy that kind of started was actually born in 1847. He's German. Uh, they came to the United States, uh, which Germans actually are the ones that really got the lager thing going uh, because you have to actually make lager beer in colder temperatures. Uh, oh, yeah. It has to do with the yeast of it. So... They really couldn't do y- loggers over here in the States until actually uh, like refrigeration was invented, for the most part. Uh, I know they had their, their heyday during the 70s. If you talk to anyone that was around during the 70s, Coors, especially Coors Banquet, that was the shit. And apparently, well, no. it got better the closer you got to Colorado.
3: Well, yeah, because so it's colder.
2: Oh, for sure. Is that, does that
3: really have something to do
2: with it? I have thing? no idea, but it, <laughs> it sounded good, didn't it? It was, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, I don't know. I just, everybody I've talked to from that era, they're like, oh, Coors, when I was in college or when I was in high school, because back then you could drink when you were like 17 or 18 or whatever the hell it was. Right. And probably when they were born, they didn't care. There was no rules back then. No. Um, but they all talk about how great Coors was, and we all just look at it, it was kind of like a tailgating beer. Like right. What are you talking about? But it had to start somewhere, and it was popular for a reason. Uh, but yeah, during those 70s, man, it was like one of the most popular brands. Uh, I remember when I was in college
3: in 2001 era, it, My our whole refrigerator, everybody's refrigerator would, had a ton of Natty Light one. Yep. And then Coors Light was like the other thing. For Every, sure. Everybody had it.
2: Yeah. And it was... Fuck, So good. Well, you know, I have a theory about that one. They reinvented themselves. They came up with the perfect strategy. You ready for it? Yeah. And I got to give them props on it because they were the first ones I saw who came out with the 18-pack. Really? Because when I was 20, it was like 2003, and like I was fresh into college. And we would go to the store, and it's like you could either buy a 12 pack. Well, if it's you and a buddy splitting it, 12 wasn't enough. Right. Like it yeah, was just more. Yeah, it was like just to get the party started. Well, then you had the 24 to 30 pack, and you're like, I don't got enough money to waste <laughs> on 30 beers. That'll definitely last us. But then Coors had an 18 pack, and I'm like, that's the perfect amount. For two guys to sit and drink on a couch and watch the game. And it was priced perfectly. Like, it was just perfect marketing at the time. They or to sit at a table and record a podcast. Yeah, or record a podcast. That's all it was. Like, like, what more do you need in life? Now, you need 18 Coors Lights. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 18. And then you'll get it done. <laughs> but yeah, so Coors Light is our special friend we're not sponsored by any means but uh it's what we're going to be drinking this evening to uh express our soberless thoughts yes yeah get it out the new pool chemical cleaning compound
3: get it out baby diaper leaking get it Get it out Neighborhood kid takes a piss? Get it, get it out. Your asshole uncle drops a turd? Get, it, get it out. Your wife gets bitchy and periods in the pool? Get it out. Get it out. The new pool chemical cleaning compound? Get it get out. One, this product removes all sunscreen lotion. Spray on tan, spermicide, makeup, and hand sanitizer. Get it out. Get it out. The new pool chemical cleaning compound? Get it out. Get it out. listening to this story today. And uh, there was this... You ever heard of the Hellfire Club? mm And England? You never heard of the Hellfire Club? No. Uh-huh. Well, there was... I don't know. Benjamin Franklin or some other people. I don't know who all was in it. But it was in England and it was crazy as shit. But then there was this other club. This other men's club. This is like way back in the day. It was like a Tuesday. And... Uh, and there was just it wasn't the fire like the hellfire club it was the hell club it was just called the hell club and they wanted it to be like way more fucking deviant than the hellfire club so they basically just had these massive orgies all the fucking time right wow and just get fucked up and yeah. just like everybody just fucking everybody so then this one guy uh joins this club and he was like most known for showing at uh, showing up at the club and just screaming as soon as he got in there, I wanna fucking
4: hell! I wanna fucking hell <laughs>
3: <laughs> And like he just getting everybody else in the group all riled up and like, Yeah, yeah, we gotta fucking hell and you wanna fucking hell <laughs> right so then so then he uh it's like uh Christmas Eve i think or christmas day and uh some i don't know some shit like that and uh he gets knocked off of his stage coach and uh and doesn't show up for the fucking orgy that night no oh, that's bad just right. that, that's just bad posture so then the next day he shows up and they're like well what happened to you man and he's like oh uh <laughs> he's like I I got knocked off my stagecoach, and when that happened, I was like, had this out-of-body experience, and this fucking entity came up to me and was like, you know, you always talk about how you want to fucking hell.
1: Well, I'm going to take you there.
3: Oh, shit. And it's like, follow me. <laughs> and they go down into fucking hell, okay? <laughs> Takes him down into hell. Yeah. And then there's just like this massive orgy going on. He thought it'd be like, smell like sulfur and be the fucking fire and brimstone everywhere. But no, it's just this massive fucking giant orgy going on. Okay. And then he sees this lady that he knows that used to be part of the hell club that had recently died. And he like looks at her and she's like she's like getting fucked by this old man in this like (laughs) massive orgy (laughs) and he comes over to her and he's like like uh hey you want to take a break from that and uh we can like (laughs) chit chat over like a cup of tea or something i don't know and (laughs) and she's like I can't I can't take a break like this is hell okay (laughs) there is no breaks in hell it's an eternity of getting fucked by this fucking old man and then (laughs) so he looks around and he notices oh shit I am in hell like there's fucking little kids in this fucking orgy there's like fucking animals in this orgy like (laughs) it's just like the craziest shit and he's like like looks at that entity and he's like I don't wanna fucking be here anymore. Yeah. He's like, I don't wanna fucking hell <laughs> And then she's like, Well you said you wanna fucking hell <laughs> So pick your poison Yeah and right. go fuck it And he's like I don't wanna
4: fucking hell
3: <laughs> Yeah So then he fucking he finally he comes to I guess he like wakes up in the ground and fucking goes back to the hell club and uh <laughs> He's like look He tells them all what happened, he's like, I'm not gonna I'm not going. I'm not going to have this uh, this fucking orgy shit anymore. Like I, I can't do it. And so, like the very next day, he goes to
2: the orgy. <laughs> of course he does, because <laughs> he, he, he can't get it out of his system. But not after one night. No. You can't go cold turkey that quick. That's no. that's too much.
3: But they said from that day on, he never once,
2: ever again said. I wanna fucking hell. Yeah, I mean that's all he had to really change. He just he wanted to fuck, but it's not in hell. Yeah, that's I'm, it. But I do like the the part about that story where he interrupts a woman getting banged by an old man. He's like, excuse me, could you quit that for a second? And we're like what i don't know what the etiquette is at orgy but something tells me that's not like the way you go about things hey could you stop doing that and putting that in there uh i gotta talk to you for a second just tap them on the shoulder like excuse me yeah hey uh by the way you uh my car is parked uh in front of yours uh can i get your keys (laughs) (laughs) like I, i gotta get out of here man uh Oh
3: my god! So I've had that situation before. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I parked, I parked my car right across the street from this gay bar, and like walked down the street to like this main strip where all these other bars were, and then at the end of the night, or when I wanted to go home, I go back to my car to leave, and I'm like blocked in this, yeah, this like mercedes-benz was parked right in front of me and so close that i couldn't get out yeah (laughs) so i'm like it's gotta be somebody inside this gay bar oh for sure so i I go into this gay bar and i'm like hey uh (laughs) anybody drive this mercedes-benz over here i need to move so i can get out of here and like five different guys stand up, like, "Yeah, that's my car." <laughs> and I'm like, where are you trying to get, okay? soldier? <laughs> like, all right, wherever you want to take me. Yes. Yeah. Well, about ten
2: feet so you can move your car. Uh, that's Barton funny. is like, "Ah, you are lucky, man." Yeah.
3: <laughs> I am lucky.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's funny. I uh, dude, I I remember one time I went to uh actually i was going to this bar and it was like me and like a like a group of people were all going it was this girl's birthday and we all decided like we're gonna go sit outside and kind of like just sit and drink and whatnot uh so we go out there and like the bar is packed you can't sit down the girl's birthday was like look i we're getting too old i just want to chill right so across the street we noticed that they had this empty patio we're like let's go over there we go over there well it turns out it's like a It's a gay bar, and they got, like, a drag show on, right? So there's, like, six, five drag queens walking around. Yes. We all kind of, like, go in. We kind of go to the patio, and we're sitting there, and, like, I'm there, and then, like, there's, like, two girls that, like, brought their boyfriends, but they're, like, I ain't glad. They're pretty country, right? And they they look... Scared. There's no better way to put it. They look terrified to be there, right? They're like, man, I, I, I ain't going into that bar anymore. I'll, I'll leave if I had to go in that bar. I'm like, well, I guess who's gonna get drinks? They're like, you're getting them. Uh, Where I'm, I'm not going in there, right? I'm like, all right, man, just calm down, shit. Right. Like, so I go in there. So I got to get everybody's drinks. So I'm like, all right, fuck these guys. Like, well, I don't give a shit about. I don't know them. So I was like, hey, uh, give me a round of beers and. What shot specials do you have? And they were like, "Oh, oh, honey, we got uh, oh, uh, what what we got? Come in a hot tub, and uh, <laughs> oh, god, what other one? Delicious. Uh, like it was like come in a hot tub and like dirty cub or something like that. I'm like dirty cub. <laughs> dirty cub. Yeah, it was. I was like dirty cub, and she's like, oh, you. <laughs> he already knew. Oh, by the way, uh, the bartenders were both. Just wearing tidy whitey underwear too, <laughs> and I was just standing there yes. like, man, I am kind of out of place right now. They but have, whatever, they have amazing bodies though, right? Oh yeah, for They're sure, like way better Superman. than me. Oh, I uh, also got asked to dance by like a like a fifty year old man. I gotta say, made me feel pretty for a second, but uh <laughs> didn't buy me a drink though. What a cheap ass! Fuck that guy! I know, right? What are you gonna do? I mean, don't fuck that guy. Yeah, I know, right? um <laughs> But no, uh, so I I had to get these dudes some kind of shot. So I give them like three coming to hot tubs because there was like three of them. And dude, it looked just like it. It was like clear. I don't know if it was like rumplements mitts little drops of like some kind of white shit in it. And I come up and I give them like their three beers. I'm, like, here's your three shots, fellas. And then me and like <laughs> the rest of the people were drinking something else. I was, like, what is that? I was like, the bartender said it's strong or whatever. And I wait till they all took it. I'm like, it's called coming to hot tub, right? Like mid drink. And they're like, oh my God, what? Ya- oh, he's all right. And I'm like, yeah, I bet it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. Yeah, right. And they're like, I'm going to come back here all
3: the time. I was like, yeah. You go and hang out in, in uh, gay bars a lot? I have, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I used I, to be like best friends <laughs> with this group of lesbians. And <clears throat> we would go to lesbian bars and we would go to gay bars and we, i remember i went to this gay bar in downtown cincinnati and it was like me and like five other people and it was like and the only two guys that were in a group was me and this other guy and we were both straight (laughs) and it was like and then we're with these all these lesbian girls (laughs) And so we we go in there and we're just hanging out, having a good time, shooting some pool or whatever. And he goes to the bathroom and he comes back out of the bathroom and he's like, do not let me go to the bathroom again without you with me. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, I'm standing there at the urinal and this dude comes in behind me and like just starts grinding on my ass while i'm standing at the urinal yeah <laughs> he's like he's like i he's like i am with someone and he's like who are you with and he's like the guy out there shooting pool it's <laughs> like that big redhead out there he's like yeah that's my man <laughs> hey mark your territory, or him yeah I was like, all right, you're my bitch, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> wherever funny. you go, I'll hold your hand.
2: <laughs> hey, I, I'll tell you what though, I've got a, I had a friend. uh He swore by the gay bar propaganda. Like he, he was one of these guys that was like, he was like one of those. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say a con man, but he always had like a plan. A plan to like get girls, right? So like, his was like. He kind of like had this gay friend, and then he'd always go to the gay bar with him because he was always like, What would happen is like a girl and her gay friend would go to the bar, and then the two gay guys would hook up, and then he would just be left there with her, and they'd always be like, well, hey And then he'd start talking Because they didn't think He was straight And then all of a sudden He'd be like No, no, I'm straight What's going on? You want to dance? You want to Can I get your phone number? And he's like You know, number You know First of all You got that Like Second, you're with your gay friend So you look sensible Like, you know, sensitive Right uh, Three, there's less competition Right? And he's like, and you'll never get in fight at a gay bar, at least over a girl. Uh, <laughs> then he's like, and number three, which I actually is the one, actually, the fifth one. Uh, this is actually me. I think the bathrooms at gay clubs are cleaner than the ones at uh, freaking like regular bars. And like. I disagree. Really? I 100% disagree. Really? Yes. Man, I, I don't know.
3: <laughs> because the bathrooms in a regular bar don't have the fucking
2: wallpaper come everywhere. Alright, you got me there. I'm talking about like the physical seat. Because like, no, I'm, I'm regular just... bars, they got the piss trough with like a dead body sitting in it and like a beer bottle shoved up its ass just for someone pissed on it. And then like, I don't know, everyone here in town in Lexington, Kentucky, um, I don't know, man, they're just like, they're tidier for some reason. Granted, I know everyone probably bangs in there, so wipe the seat, but... <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, and yeah, the in this the, is an interesting theory. I like where we're going with this. But lesbian bars. Yeah, okay. See, I haven't been to a lesbian you bar. You go to a
3: lesbian bar. Uh, the men's bathroom in a lesbian bar is fucking spotless, immaculate. Yes. Hmm. But <laughs> I've dirtied up a couple men's <laughs> bathrooms in lesbian bars. Yeah. Cause that was that's another good cause. Like your friend is amazing going and picking up women in a lesbian bar. Oh yeah. When you're with a group of lesbians, when you're a straight guy. Yeah. Because not all the girls in there are even if they claim to be lesbians. Normally they're at least bisexual. Yeah, yeah. So then you go you get your lesbian friend to be like, hey, da, 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 and they're over there talking to whoever to the hottest girl at the bar yeah and then they're like, oh and this is my friend mike and i'm like hey i'm not gay yeah although i am here at the lesbian bar yeah. you seem down for the cause and uh you seem like you like some dick yeah so uh
2: you dabble in the old uh-
3: there's a uh, completely sp- Spotless fucking bathroom over there. Huh. Let's go dirty it up.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna test this theory. <laughs> Next time I'm out drinking and I got those those uh the shit runs, I'm gonna find the nearest uh, lesbian bar if I can. Because 'Cause I've been running at the gay bar. Oh, you're gonna find a bi girl at a lesbian bar? I don't think so.
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> Not my luck. You're married. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, right. But no, like so what we'll do is we'll have Cassie go in there. Yeah. And she'll sit down at the bar and you can go into the lesbian bar. And then you <laughs> You'll <know>, it's funny.
2: <laughs> I was actually talking about the toilet still. <laughs> that's what I meant. I was like, All right, I'm I'm gonna go into the lesbian bar and try to find a clean toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well they are that's, that's what I worry it's about. It's either these that days. or a McDonald's. Hey, ugh. I think I'd just rather shit behind the building.
3: This episode is brought to you by Harrison
2: Brogame, the nation's leading hair growth restoration product. Have you not been feeling a of yourself lately? Feel like something's missing? You mean like my hair, Alex? That's right, Mike. You need a helping spackle of Harrison's Brogame. Well, what would that do? Well, it helps with balding, <laughs> receding hairlines, and migraines. Well, I can't wait to use that. It's going to grow back my confidence. That's right. Now, side effects are diarrhea, hair loss, psychotic feelings towards ferrets, and death. Well, here I come, Harrison's Bro Find it at your local pharmacy.
3: Harrison's Bro Find it at your local truck stop. Harrison's Bro Find it at your
2: local deli. Harrison's Bro Find it at your local bingo hall.
3: Harrison's Bro Find it at your local VFW American Legion. Everybody's addicted to sex nowadays. I know. They keep going to fucking hell! Fucking hell! I yeah. (laughs) What? But But, that's a real thing, though. You can be addicted to sex. Yeah. But is it a real thing?
2: I don't know, man. Is that like a celebrity thing? I think... I feel like it's a celebrity thing. uh, Well, to get away with it is definitely a celebrity thing. Like, I, I don't think I could, like, take off, like... I don't think I could go to like AA meetings for like second sex addiction or anything like that. But they have meetings for sex addiction. Like for
3: average Joes? Yeah. Like you could go right now and sign up in Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. And go to meetings for sex addiction. I would almost go just to listen. <laughs> because <laughs> just, just, to, just to listen. That's where we're going to find our first guest. <laughs> you damn right we will
2: because like you know every aa like everyone gets up and they tell the thing that made them turn their life around which is something horrific like a drunk would be like i uh i was just hammered one day and then like i just drove my car through my house and burned it all down like something like crazy like that well they'd have to have something where they're like yeah i just I was at this orgy and uh, some guy interrupted me as I was getting railed by old man, and I was like, "You know what? What am I doing here? I, uh, what is the point? Yeah, of I've, I've got to go to work tomorrow in accounting, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing right now? And Frank from two streets down is balls deep in yeah. my asshole right now. Yeah, it's just why? It's not even fun anymore. I'm just going through the motions. <laughs>
3: damn it frank
2: ah damn i'll see you on monday yep Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) by the way (laughs) move that car it's against the hoa
3: (laughs) cut your fucking grass frank yeah right (laughs) Ah, damn too busy fucking us guys in the ass god
2: damn it frank you ever see someone that's like she comes to the counter, oh, and she's prepared she for to the counter. She comes to the counter, yeah. she comes for war, like she's yeah. got it on, right? Like, apparently, she's already pissed off. Oh, but like these people walked in pissed off, and not only were they pissed off, they hadn't ordered yet, and they're already pissed off. Because oh, you're talking about a customer, a customer that okay. was in front of me, and she was pissed off about order they had a fucking week ago. Oh my god, and they were like. What number was it? And I'm listening in, and they have a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had a little red book of when they fuck up and they write it down, and a manager signs it or something like that. And wow. she was like, I think the number was 307. And then I'm just sitting there like, holy shit. And they look at it and like, 307, are you Mr. Roberts? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that woman is not Mr. Roberts. She's yeah, like, nuh uh, we had two quarter pounders and they were underdone. I was like, uh huh. And so, Like, so finally,
3: stupid thing to be
2: pissed about. Like, one, I think she was just fucking with them. Like, I want some free food. I'm just going to bullshit with them. But she kept going. But she, I got to give her this. She was like very convincing, where she was like, Oh, they were underdone. It was about two in the morning. It was a woman manager, which is still pretty general. I mean, there's some like wannabe psychics that could pull that shit out of you. It was like, was his name? Jay or something? (laughs) Did it start with a J? Um, (laughs) So, like, mentalist. F- yeah, mentalist. Thank you. <laughs> but, like, so her, so she's kind of berating the the girl behind the counter who is not firing at all cylinders. She's like, what? Oh, yeah, 307. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus, it's going to take forever. And then finally, the manager's like, just ring it up. I'll take it off. It's four bucks or whatever the hell right. it is. And then. The girl starts to ring in her old order which was like two quarter pounders and then she goes oh oh no honey i want to order something different i was like of course you do oh, fuck, of course you do right? right she was like and she doesn't order two quarter pounders of cheese she's like all right <laughs> i want like a fish fillet she was like and i want it fresh and we will wait on it right i will order chicken nuggets or chicken strips and it, we want it fresh, and we will wait on it. Right. And we want fries, and like all this extra, and the sh- baked potato. Yeah. you need to put Basically. it in the oven. And now. the shake, uh, <laughs> Shamrock, <laughs> Shamrock Shake, Shamrock Shake, <laughs> and um, tis the season. Yeah, I know it is right now. Uh, <laughs> and anything else that's expensive as shit, go ahead and throw that on the bill too. Right. <clears throat> and we're we gonna wait on it, right? Yeah. So that's done right you think transactions over right they they ring it all in it's free 99 and the husband because she's there with him he's not even up at the counter he is like got his head in his lap just over here like oh i know that feeling yeah he's just like oh this woman is gonna just berate these people well then she's like waiting on her order well she starts going is that manager still working here He's like, who is it? <laughs> I don't know. It was a woman at two in the morning. She's terrible. She's just terrible. She gave us undercooked quarter powders. And he's like, uh, no, actually, yesterday was her last day. She got fired. <laughs> so they got rid of this. So they figured it out. She was a terrible manager. Right. They fired her, right? So that sh- she should have been like, well, that's good. That's good. Right. You all realize that. No, that's not what you did. She goes, well, that's good. <laughs> she was like, yeah. Cause she kept sending out undercooked uh, quarter pounders with cheese, and I was about to go like, "Hey, lady, we fucking get it."
3: <laughs> <laughs> Your shit wasn't cooked all the way. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you I getting understand. free shit? Yeah. God, damn it! And it was funny because she kept like she kept doing that like circle talk where she was like, "Yeah." That's so good. Y'all got rid of her, man. She was so bad. About two in the morning. Yeah, man. She was sending out uncooked cheeseburgers. And it was finally like, you could tell all of us were like, would you just shut the fuck up? Finally, the husband looks at her and goes, that's enough. That's enough. And then he, then she stopped. And I was like, how the hell does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this isn't the first time. Like, he was like, all right, honey, look, they had enough. They've been beaten down. Let them go. He we pulled won. a Jedi mind trick yeah, on her. We've won. Honey, we won. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Like, we've killed our <laughs> enemies. You don't need to drink the blood from the skull. It's fine.
3: She just knew that she was going to get beat when she got home. That's what it was. No. If she, didn't, if she didn't stop talking.
2: Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. She just takes it
3: out on the McDonald's manager. Right. <laughs> until, until her man finally speaks up. Like, okay, that's enough. You got a bruising coming.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh
3: so then she stops, yeah, but that's what a shitty thing to even be complaining about is just under because I like my shit a little undercooked anyways, yeah, <laughs> but I had I had a cheeseburger I got it wasn't from McDonald's I'm not gonna say where it was from, and uh I bit into it. And the fucking wrapper for the cheese was still on the fucking cheese. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? I pulled it and yeah. it's the whole, ra- like they just took the fucking cheese <laughs> yeah. with the wrapper all still on it and threw it on the burger. I'm like, are you kidding me? You yeah. couldn't even take the fucking wrapper off the cheese? <laughs> yeah. I took the whole sandwich back in there and was like, Y'all put this fucking <laughs> cheese on, And they, like, cooked it like that, too. Like, it was... The cheese uh, like was melted. a little melted yeah. with a fucking wrapper wrapped yeah. around it.
2: <laughs> melted plastic, melted yeah. cheese.
3: I'm like, look at this. And the manager in there was like, oh, my God. Like, looked at her cooks, and
2: they're all fucking half-baked. Oh, God, yeah. So... I hope whoever did that just grabbed that piece of cheese with the wrapper and grabbed your burgers and just slapped it on top and was like singles bitch. Boom slam. Threw that in the fry later, whatever the fuck it is.
3: Ugh, <laughs> uh, it was a single from Wendy's actually, but uh Oh, I was talking about single cheese.
2: <laughs> hey, name drop. Sorry. Ah
3: oh, man. But yeah, uh, Dave Thomas raped the little girls.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> I heard that somewhere. Everything you hear on internet's true. Well, yeah. I mean, you've heard about Colonel Sanders, right? <laughs> apparently, he okay. was he was he was rocking right around with the old Wendy's man. Apparently, we're going to get
3: sued for this. Okay, so we need to <laughs> right off the fucking skimming the fucking foam off the top of this beer here. We need to say that our thoughts and our ideas are only ours. Yeah, and that it doesn't it doesn't represent any of the thoughts or ideas of anybody else except for us
2: all thoughts and ideas brought to you by soberless thoughts has not represented any company uh here near or there in any way shape or form and we appreciate all things considered to be considered as humor thank you you're welcome Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) because i I don't want to get sued yeah and i and i know i'm gonna say some shit that i should not be saying amen and facts are not going to be facts no,
2: there are no facts here
3: but we They're will be thoughts. stating things as they are facts but like, just take 97% of the things that we say and consider them to be absolutely false Yeah,
2: both of them are really myths and rumors and shit we found on the internet so I mean really can anything really be that true and just really just personal
3: experiences Yeah. like I personally saw Dave Thomas raping a little girl oh yeah?
2: no that didn't (laughs) happen oh Jesus I was like oh damn we're about to open up a dark fucking
3: doorway (laughs) it was in a lesbian bar in the men's restroom ah Jesus Alex, tell me the craziest shit that's ever happened to you while you were high
2: on the party sauce. <laughs> on the party sauce. So, uh, one night, uh, me and all my buddies, we go out drinking, and, uh, this, uh, I don't see, all right, so I don't know if this is the craziest thing, but this, like I said, this is the kind of series on un- unfortunate events that happened, okay? here. Yeah. So here's what happened. So it was me and, uh, three buddies and we all hadn't seen each other since like some of them I haven't seen since high school some of I haven't seen since college we all go out one night right we're at this bar it we're at a uh, uh, an Irish pub essentially that's in the middle of smack dab of Lexington Kentucky <laughs> and we have a DD because we're responsible adults right of course yeah and we are drinking shots like it's the end of the world and we are drinking stupid shots I mean we're just going up and like yeah give me a gold tooth Cadillac. And then the next one was like, yeah, give me a surfer on acid. Like it, sometimes I just think we're making shit up and they're just making something. and handing it to us. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're like, ah, they're too drunk. They wouldn't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They, they <laughs> won't know. So, uh, our DD kind of wanders off. He's talking to some girl. Um, uh, then the, my buddy who I'm with, like we order these shots and he takes a shot and I, well, we all take shots at the same time. Right. And he gets sick but he gets like violently sick where like there's no stopping it, but he tries to stop it. So he puts his hand over his face and the vomit and the booze hits his hand. And it like makes a pinwheel of death of like a sunflower where it just squirts outwards and all angles. And it nails <laughs> everyone in the vicinity with stinky alcohol puke. I mean, he oh nails girls, God. guys, bartenders everybody and he is embarrassed and just runs away in the middle just boom and I got as soon as it happens he turns all like all these people turns towards me and see him running away they're like who was that? I was like, that was him. It was like, was that your friend? And like, I, th- I thinking they're gonna fight me because of him. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and like, some, like these guys who go, "Your friend sucks," and then turns around. I'm like, well, that ended not as bad as I thought it was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually start laughing
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: it's funny, right? Uh, i then i'm like all right we got to leave this bar we're all too hammered i go up i find our dd who is not our dd anymore and he is like way more hammered than we are oh shit and so for whatever reason we all basically pick his ass up off like a curb and walk his ass out to his car and then we get there and we all go wait who's driving And the guy who just sunflowered the bar goes, I got this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So here's a TSA. Don't drink and drive Uh, (laughs) for many reasons, safety and whatever is a lot of them. Um, So we're driving. And for whatever reason, we actually get close to my house where we're going and for some reason we're like, let's go back to the, like let's go party somewhere else. And we're like, okay, and we just start driving. No reason why. We're all just hammered, right? So we're driving. And then someone in the back seat challenges the guy driving, like, I bet you won't go eighty and then <laughs> The next thing I know, he is flying down this road that's like fifty. It's like forty-five or fifty, right? He is flying, dude. He's going eighty or ninety easily, yeah. and it's the dumbest thing we've ever done, right? <laughs> and obviously, a cop gets us. Well, like, yeah. there's no way. It's four in the morning. We're hammered, whatever. So the cop pulls us over. The driver's obviously drunk. We all have to get out, right? So I get out or the driver. So he pulls the driver out he does the filter. He's like, you're going to jail. He just immediately puts him in the car. He already knows he's shit face, right? He tells me to get out of the car. I get out, right? I'm the most coherent one. So he, he's talking to me. He goes, all right. So he said, this wasn't his car. Whose car is it? I'm like, it's that guy in the back seat at that exact moment. The cop opens up the door and the guy whose card it is falls out into the road. <laughs> And now the cop is looking at him. It's like this guy. I'm like, yeah, he was our DD tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And so two cops have to pick him up and literally go over to the curb where there's grass and just throw him down. And he just kind of like flops down. Right. And then. uh, And then the other guy in the backseat is not, I mean, he's blacked out. He's just, he's not even there, right? So he just like, he just, you can tell him to do something and he'll do it, but he's not remembering anything. So they just open the door. He's a zombie. He gets out and sits on the thing, right? I think we're all going to jail, right? So... (laughs) we had just went to the gas station and I had like a ham sandwich and some chips and a Coke and I'm sitting there on the side of the curve eating the ham sandwich because I'm thinking I'm going to not eat for a while. So I need to try I, this and is to eat. my last meal. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't get food till like eight in the morning in jail. Uh, <laughs> I had some hours to go. So I'm sitting there eating right and the cop. Uh, basically then starts telling me he goes all right we're gonna search this car i'm like okay and he's just like well just so you know if we find anything in there it's his thing i'm like it's his car man i don't whatever whatever you find is whatever you find man right so he so these cops start rummaging through this car and they find something right they, they reach in the back seat and they pull out a ziploc bag oh, full yeah. of full of pills, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sitting like I'm I'm, I'm still sitting there like oom, oom. <laughs> like I'm just sitting there eating and just kind of like hey, this is happening and, <laughs> and everyone You're just else sitting back enjoying the show. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm I'm just watching. I'm just yeah. watching things unfold, right? Um, and so then the cop goes, "Stand up." And so I stand up still with a Coke and a ham sandwich in my hand, and he shoves these pills in the Ziploc bag in my face. Like goes, "What the fuck is this? You tell me this, right now, all, all of you are going to jail." And I like I take a sip of them out of my Coke kind of smugly, and I can barely like make like I'm looking at the pills and I notice it says I-2, and I'm like, "Hey man, I'm not a pharmacist." But I think those are ibuprofen. <laughs> and he looked at him. He goes, "Son of a bitch, they are." And he threw him on the ground. <laughs> and I'm still like kind of smug, like, "Yep, good, 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 chip, chip, chip." And uh, so they searched the car. They didn't find anything, right? And then he comes over to me. He goes, all right, you all weren't driving, but we can't let you leave because we have to give you all PIs. And they're like, so you have one option. You either call someone right now and pick you up or I'm taking all you all to jail. And I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus, Uh, I get my phone out and I'm trying to like who is awake right now at three, four in the morning, right? So I call my buddy he doesn't pick up i'm like oh you son of a bitch and i just keep calling him right i'm like do 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 and finally he picks i'm like and then the cop at first is like all right man well you're gonna go to jail and i'm like i go over there i'm like look man i pleaded to him like look i'm i'm coherent you know this we've been talking all night i solved your ivy pro from problem right uh (laughs) we can figure this out right and i'd like when i want to i can really put like my smooth talking into play if it's like if my life's on the line yeah. uh, and dude i was charming the shit out of these cops it was like oh come on dude like hey man hey look man we just had a rough night all that kind of stuff and i'm like please so i was like let me call him again i call him call him and it, like the funny thing is as i'm telling him i'm just hitting send on my phone and just like i can hear it like just hitting voicemail i'm just trying to wake this guy up so finally i do one in front of him he wakes up uh i'm like Come pick us up, or we're all going to jail. He goes, Cool. Come, where is it? He comes, picks us up. We leave. Uh, we go back to the house. We then have to go bail my buddy out of jail, uh, which costs like a thousand dollars. Oh uh, my God. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, and yeah, uh, that was just, uh, <laughs> one of those wild, interesting nights on the party sauce that, uh, for some reason I was just I was the watcher in Marvel. I was just like it, like none of it happened to me, but I just got to enjoy all the goody parts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well thanks,
3: man. Thanks for thanks for calling in and contributing. <laughs> no problem. And uh and uh we appreciate you joining the after party.
2: Always. <laughs> There was something in Louisville I went to one time called like the King's Corner or something like that. I don't know. I was with a group of people. I was staying at this, basically me and my roommate at the time were staying at his girlfriend's parents' house. And there was a, then all her girlfriends were there. And then we went out to, I don't know. I was in Louisville. I was just riding along. I had no idea where the shit I was going. Right. Just take me along. But we got to this place that was all like older people. Yeah. and I swear it was called the King's Quarter or something like that, King's Quarter that's what it was, King's Quarter and uh, I just remember like everyone had all these boats like lined around the outside courtyard of the bar Yeah, and like people basically were like getting off boats and we we're all hanging out there and then like there was like the bar inside and we're all like way dressed up, like I'm wearing like you know, it's fancy when you like break out the black button up shirt and tuck <laughs> it in. Yeah. It's like one of those. Right. And of course I was like in college, uh, you know, had some nice slacks on and shit like that. Uh, and I remember going and thinking like walking around, I was single, like trying to like, all right, who's here. Let's see what's going on. And I'd be- been used to going to like all these college bars where it's like people my age. And I was like, damn, there's like, people old like in their 30s and 40s like it was just like no one my age at the time (laughs) yeah Uh, I do also remember this is I'm sorry for my buddy who I'm about to tell us against Uh, (laughs) this instant sticks in my head so bad and uh, but like him and his girl were having like some kind of issue I don't remember what it was at the time but like and we were young. We were younger than them, and pretty much, I to be honest, we were there. We were under twenty-one for sure. We we're 20, we were, we we're over eighteen, but under twenty-one. Um, but like, I'm pretty sure we were like eighteen or nineteen, and he tried to like. I don't know they just they got mad at each other, and some shit went down. I didn't fully understand what I don't know if she was like still talking to like an ex boyfriend or like if he had dicked around or something like that, but I just remember them getting upset. she goes to her thing he's just with me, and he like starts to get emotional and like crying in this bar and Jeez. I which I get it, like, you know, you care for someone and all this stuff like that. But I, part of me being the, I don't know, weird sociopath that I am, I was kind of like going, (laughs) will you stop crying in this bar? We're with fucking grownups. Right. (laughs) But I didn't say that. I was like, hey, man, just say, dude, get your shit together. Like, compile yourself. But part of me was like, Felt like he was trying to do. I don't know. I felt like I don't know at the time. I was thinking this is a high school move, right? You get emotional, you cry. She's like, I'm so sorry, and she comes back, right? But i like at the time, I'm sitting there going, like, why the fuck are you crying? This is not the time to cry. Uh-uh. But that's not what I said. What I said was like, It'll be alright, man. You need to talk to her and do this. Do you want to express emotions and da 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 da. But like I said. Me yeah. being the weird sociopath I am. Poor guy. Poor guy. I know. No. They they got back together. It was of course fine they after this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was just weird fucking drama. And I was just like awkwardly like, chin up. Uh <laughs> um Yeah. Give it five minutes. Let's yeah. see what happens. <laughs> well, that was part of it too. If it was like something big, I'd be like, Hey man, let's let's like let's get away from the group of fucking like all hundred of these like 40 year olds and let's talk this shit out by the bushes or some shit but it was yeah. just like this is the third fight they'd had and like three bar visits and I'm like god damn it alright what's happening now Okay. Uh, now being your age say you and
3: I are at the bar and then yeah. we look over and we see two kids that look like they're about 18 and one of them is bawling his eyes out <laughs> at the
2: bar what do you, what do you do? I walk up to that kid, crying his eyes out, and I and I look I look at his buddy first. And go, hey man, I you're doing your best. I look at him. I go, suck it up, pussy, and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not really. Do you, think that, do you think that would be helpful, though? <laughs> no, or it might because I swear after that night he never did any kind of shit like that ever again and I I think I even mentioned that to him like hey man dude I was like I get it you're emotional yada yada I was like but we're in like it wasn't the end of the world nothing was gonna happen you all were just fighting that's not the time to do that kind of thing I was like if anything let's like let's get away from the crowd and yeah. not make a scene I guess that was the part of it I'm like dude you're making an unnecessary scene here Yeah, uh, I'm not big on that yeah I'm like you don't need that and like but this guy he was learning his game like I said that was like old high school move I feel like he pulled out of the bag and after that that dude was running through chicks like it was nothing so I I can't talk too much trash because the dude was uh, an expert at that field he just had to get that last cry out is all yeah man I mean like he was like he was kind of like is this shit still work no okay let's move on Uh, that never worked for me honestly yeah
3: I don't think actually I don't think
2: I ever actually tried that it's well here's the trick you don't do it in public was she there who the girl the girl he was crying about fuck yeah she was it was oh, okay. A, like it was like a tactic to make her feel bad and like he's sorry or she's sorry. And then like there, you know, I'm talking to her friends about what she's feeling and she's crying. It was just like a big loaded drama. It was gotcha. just gotcha. See,
3: yeah. I thought it was just the two of you. No, no. And was, then he was
2: sitting there crying, and
3: I'm like, why <laughs> why would he be doing that? just to you
2: no 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 it, it it was it was a little bit more for show if it was just me and him I would have been like hey man let's go fucking out to the car let's go over here uh, you know uh, yeah. two shots let's go over here <laughs> like you know right I would do everything in my power to make him feel better at the time um, it was just me and him but it was like I don't know it was like they were both in tears but they were in eye shot of each other and they're right. like, it was just like to see who felt worse. And they were like, who's going to come to the other one first? I don't know. It was like some weird fucking drama.
3: Yeah. And, and I'm just stuck yeah, there and I,
2: that I didn't want to deal with. I'm like, Ugh, okay. See,
3: I've been in that kind of situation before, and I just left that. Those like the two doing that. Yeah. Like, you guys are both being idiots. Yeah. I'm going to go somewhere else. Like, and I'll just
2: leave and go to a different bar. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And like I said, they, the funny thing is that was like early in their relationship. They ended up staying together for like a year or two, man. Like they were. And after that, they, that shit never happened again. I think it like I said, it was just some drama. They both had to fill out or whatever the fuck they needed to do or like realize like, Ooh, let's not do the shit out like that. Um, because yeah that's kind of what I was getting at like I feel like if you're gonna get emotional in a relationship you do that with the person not a group of fucking 15 people right in a bar full of 150 adults like like you take that shit so you can talk like you talk it out right and I think that that's it you're talking
3: adults yeah yeah I know that's adults that's how you adult.
2: Yeah. That is when I realized how to adult that situation because I wasn't I wasn't the person in it. And I not to say I would, I, you never know if I was in the same situation. Fuck, I might. I would be the guy going, I oh, fucking love her, man, and then like fucking tears rolling down. My buddy's like, "Hey, man, will you stop being a little bitch?" Uh, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, "I'm sorry," and all that. Which you know, in high school, I was that dude for sure. I'm not claiming I wasn't, um, <laughs> but uh, that was like the first of like oh shit we're adults hold that shit in like be a man hold that shit in go to the car fucking let that shit out listen to your favorite fucking emo song and then come back you know like whatever you deal with it you process processing yeah, you deal with it you talk you it out
3: sing your favorite emo song karaoke yeah and do it while crying so everybody has to watch <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has to watch you deal with your emotions right there on stage on the mic. Dude, I went into this house on my job. Yeah. I knocked on this door and this uh, old lady, like, it's like, hey, yeah, can you bring it? It was this big box. I had it up on my shoulder. And she's like, can you carry that inside for me? and i said and this was dude this is something out of a horror movie (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah so i i go walking in the door and like so i got it's it's like on my right shoulder so everything to the right of me i can't see right yeah yeah and she's standing to the left of me, and then like I see her husband like coming down the hallway to the left of me, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, just sit that." And they're both like, I don't know, in their sixties, I'd say. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, sit that down right there. I'm like, okay, so I set it down, and as soon as I set it down, and my vision is unobscured to the right, there's like this thing <laughs> standing. <laughs> To my right in the foyer. Okay. Yeah. And it's like a wax figure. I want to say of like a teenage girl. Oh
2: my God. Okay.
3: And, but it completely just stuns me. Cause I wasn't expecting to see anybody standing there. So I tripped and, and I look over like, Whoa. And at first Cause it's super lifelike. I'm like, uh, he, he, like I almost say something to it. Yeah. But then I realize this is not real, right? Yeah. So then I look back at them, and they're like, "Yeah, that's
2: our daughter." Oh my god, how, dude! I was sitting here thinking that the whole time.
3: That's what. She, that's what she said. That's my. That's our daughter. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that face. I yeah. made that face. And I was like, okay, uh, nice.
2: I got to go. Bye. Sweet. yeah. And, there, and the next thing is like, why don't you stay and be your husband? <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
3: I sprint it to my truck.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. The only reason, well, that or weirder shit, but I, I could think of for two older people to have a wax figure just standing there. Now, Part of me is like, what is it something that was made because of grief? Or was it just like they didn't have any kids and they just like, let's just make one out of wax. It won't be creepy and freak out the neighbors. I Uh, hope it's the latter because if it was like their
3: daughter that had passed away or something and they just have a wax figure of her with this big creepy smile standing in the foyer that they see as they walk in the door... Uh, I I couldn't, there's no way I couldn't handle that.
2: Yeah, no, it would, uh, I don't know, man. That's so creepy. It's like, it sounds like, like you said, the beginning of a horror movie. Like if like that, like if you take that scenario and put it in a movie format and let's say like, let's say that's what happened. We don't know for sure, but let's say that happened. Like she passed away. They lose it. They grief, they, they make a lifelike figure of her, but she also had a brother that brother in the movie is going to grow up and put on some kind of mask and mutilate people yeah. there's no way that's not happening
3: he is he is one hundred percent a serial killer
2: yeah yeah there's it, uh. and it's because they've all and they just keep putting all the attention on her and he just wants to be seen and yeah. he, like you know he i don't know fucking goes uh, out in the middle of the night and he smells something that reminds him of his mom or something. He's like, hey, do you love me now, mom? Just, <laughs>
3: oh, Or imagine if somebody like tried to break into their
2: house. Oh. <laughs> they would shit their own colon out, man. <laughs> like, if I was walking through and I ran up on that, I would shit my own Like, yeah, like my liver would fall out. Uh, (laughs) Oh,
3: because maybe maybe that's what it is. It's just
2: a deterrent (laughs) security system. (laughs) Yeah. And like, even make it fun. Like, I feel bad because I'm like, what if it is, man? I feel bad. Like, it is. But if, but then if it's like, if they just didn't like, if they just didn't want kids, and all of a sudden later they're like, "Yeah, let's just make one," like or like you know for whatever reason if they couldn't have them, like I mean people do that kind of stuff, man. I, dude, like there are that. Granted, this isn't the same realm of things, but I mean we've all seen the the dudes that have the the doll girlfriend online. <laughs> Hell, they made movies about it, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alex, you feeling okay? You know, Mike, I'm just not feeling fresh today.
3: Did you get into some dirty strange? No, not that. Have you tried to shower? Yeah. Are you wearing a new pair of underwear? I've got two on. (laughs) Alex, I think that only leaves one thing. Tell me, Mike. I want to know. Have you tried the new Remington bidet? No, what's that? Well, it's a simple attachment that goes into your toilet bowl and it shoots an adjustable stream of fresh water that you can control with the Remington Bidet app on your smartphone.
2: You're telling me it can get all those hard to reach places? That's exactly what I mean. Go try it for yourself, Alex. Well, gee golly, Mike, I sure feel fresh. I told you. It puts the rim in Remington. Mm-mm. That that definitely beats the shit out of the story I was going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also kind of goes down the same rabbit hole, but in this one, I'm the victim. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the, uh, what is it? The other day, uh, I decided i'm gonna go like i've got these weights and i've been wanting to like do a little working out so i was like i need a bench and every weight bench i look on craigslist or facebook marketplace or whatever it's always like 50 bucks 60 bucks which isn't bad or even up to 100 which isn't bad like if you go buy one new it's a little bit more than that well one day i've just i've just been super cheap just been trying to save as much money lately and I stumble across one on Facebook Marketplace for fifteen bucks. Oh wow. I'm like, hell to the yeah. And they had just put it on there. And I'm thinking they don't know what they have. Cause that happens all the time. I bought some weights off a guy who I don't know if you ever shop for weights on these marketplaces. It's insane to me that like they charge a a dollar and a half per one pound for a weight that's wild dude so like a 10 pound weight is going to cost you one of them is going to cost you 15 bucks two of them is going to cost you know 30 well it once you get up to 50 pound weights like if you're doing that I mean God, I mean you're literally spending 75 bucks a weight and then that's uh, you know uh, 150 bucks for two weights I'm like I'm literally buying things that don't do anything but just weigh heavy Weigh right. what they say they weigh. <laughs>
4: right.
2: And it just, I can't grip my mind around it. It pisses me off, right? And I've pissed people off too. I was like, I know you got two 50 pound weights, but I'll give you 50 bucks for them. I'm like, no, because if you go everywhere on the internet, they're all charging at least a dollar to a dollar and a a dollar and a half. And I'm like, look, man, you can wait around for that but the money is going to deteriorate or I could just give you this 50 bucks now and I'll take them off your hands and you don't have to dick with it anymore. Right. No one's no one's agreed to it because they're all like, oh, I know what I got, right? Same kind of thing with this weight bench. Uh, I uh, I went, so I messaged this guy and he goes, 15 bucks. I'm like, oh man, it's awesome. It's one of those that lays back and it can lean up and all that stuff. Right. So he tells me the address and I look it up on my phone and I'm in Lexington and I'm like... He, he, like, it pops up. He's at this trailer park that the last time I remember hearing anything about that trailer park was someone got shot at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last thing I remember, like, the last memory I have of this. Now, this has been a couple years, but it was like, yeah, it was over drugs. And, yeah, there were, like, two people died and someone's da-da-da, right? right? So I'm like, sweet. Can't wait to go over there. Um <laughs> So I go over there and it is everything I was thinking it was going to be. It It is uh, like, don't get me wrong. I've been in and out of trailer parks. I've had friends that live there, but like some are worse than others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's just the way it is. It's the nature of the beast. And this is one, it's like, it's halfway nice, but then you'll see some like, I don't know. I saw some, like two people in a suburban that just looked sketchy and they were definitely driving sketchily. Let me put it that way. Like <laughs> they pulled in and they just kind of sat there and looked at a house and then they see me and then they just back up and then just drive away. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Did I just interrupt a robbery? Uh, uh,
3: <laughs> they weren't meeting to buy something from me off of the marketplace. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh Or yeah, they were going to go in somewhere and try to, you know, buy some things. So, I go over to this guy's house and uh, he comes out and, you know, he, he seems like, all right, dude. Like he, I looked at his Facebook profile. He's got like wife and kids and he's just like, you know, normal kind of everyday hardworking guy, that kind of thing. Um, you know, he is covered in like tattoos. So he does have a little bit of a sketch factor, but I'm like, I grew up with dudes like this. He's fine. Because yeah. uh, I, I always get sketched out at these transactions when I meet random strangers especially at their house like like I was talking to this girl I work with today and she was like oh yeah I'm so worried like they're gonna like kidnap me and do this and I'm like I'm like I always think they're baiting me to get me over there and then like I always picture four guys jumping out of the bushes and beating the shit out of me and taking all my money (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh yeah Uh, so that's always what runs through my mind so this guy comes out it's sitting on his front porch already, which is also like where a lot of stuff is sitting is on his front porch. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I go up there and I look at it and there was like one of the rubber pieces on the bottom had been chewed up. I'm guessing the guy had, if I had a guess by the teeth marks on this piece of plastic, he definitely had at least one, maybe two pit bulls. Right. Right. Um, And I looked at that and then he goes, yeah, there's another one here. And he like pulls the thing back and it's not the top of it, but the back. One of the dogs had like chewed on it. Right. And he goes, yeah, sorry. My dog chewed on this. And I was like, well, awesome. I was like, and that's why it's 15 bucks. Right. And I looked at it and I'm like, you know what? It's doing what it's it's there for. It's just going to, I'm going to sit on it. Right. Like it looks good from the top as long as you don't actually like look deeply into it, yeah. Uh, so I ended up like he's like, "Is that all right, man?" I was like, "Yeah, man." I was like, "I'm just sitting on it, man." For fifteen bucks, I can't beat that price. I was like, "That's I'm not trying to show it off to anybody." So right, so that transaction's over. So I buy it, I take it, put it in the back of the, my Jeep. Well, I'm running out of gas and I'm like, man, I got to go to this gas station over here. So I go to the gas station at the, the gas station tra- where people get shot. <laughs> yes, I went to that <laughs> gas station and I'm standing there and I'm thinking about that. Like, man, that's crazy. People got shot here like not too crazy long ago. Uh, and as I'm sitting there, this like all white old school conversion van with like the doors where like there's no windows <laughs> in it. Just the, the the driver and the passenger window and obviously the windshield but yeah. nothing else. And right. this guy just slowly creeps by and is staring at me real fucking hard. <laughs> and I'm eyeballing him back, right? And then he pulls into the gas station and then goes around the pump I'm at to get on the other side. And at the at first, I'm standing with my back towards the pump, and as the van turns, I start to turn my whole body, because I was like, <laughs> whatever I do, I don't want this guy behind me. Right. <laughs> Just the ultimate sketch, like the entire time, like and this is where this guy grabs me and throws me at the back of the van and violates me <laughs> brutally. Yes.
3: And you, then, wake, you wake up on the other side of the country. Yeah. <laughs> Two months later.
2: <laughs> Two months later with half a kidney. <laughs> and directions how to get home. And I'm like, right. what the fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah. What didn't help his cause. I mean, he could have been just a, he could have been like some guy that laid carpet or something. That was his work band, but he got out, you know, he's, he's wearing like weird get up, like plaid shorts uh, a wife beater and uh he gets out for whatever reason and he's got a belt in his hand <laughs> just holding the belt just holding it and like holding it tight like like <laughs> folded up like I'm like is he about to hit me with that like <laughs> and he like and he pulls up to the gas station and he he didn't get any gas he just gets out has his belt like just holding on to it. Like I'm like, that damn. And then like he he kind of like still kind of looking at me and just walks by and he goes into the gas station. And then I go, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I basically uh get my gas, pay for it at the pump, obviously, and then I just hop in it and I just hightail it out of there. I'm like, that's just too weird. For for someone to stare at me that hard and get out with a belt, I'm like, okay. Uh, I think we've had enough of this trailer park. (laughs) I'll see you all in a couple years. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Time to hit the road. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Me and my weight bench. That smells weird for some reason. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dude. Speaking of, like,
3: buying shit with Facebook Marketplace. It seems like my wife always has me go to the Target, like, the local Target parking lot, right? Yeah. And that is the go-to spot, I think, for, like, 90% of the people that live in this vicinity. Because every time I go there, there's like half a dozen cars all parked in random spots at the very end of the parking lot. And then you see all these different random transactions going on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling her the other day, like, if I was a drug dealer, like, this would be the perfect spot to go. Of course. Just like, meet me at the Target parking yeah. lot. <laughs> just like... <laughs> <I'd- laughs> I'll give it to you in like a stuffed animal or something.
2: Yeah, no, like, yeah, run, dude, go run by an old antique mall, find what's the cheapest thing you can find, buy yeah. as many of them you can. Just and, grab
3: something from the Dollar Tree
2: and come yeah. over. And then just like have someone like, hey, do you got the $40? Yeah. And here's your typewriter wink right (laughs) right yeah and like that actually is a good good ass plan yeah and then the cops roll up you just got like a like a car full of random antiques you're like what there's
4: yeah
2: I'm (laughs) craigslisting man (laughs) (laughs) this is my side hustle
3: that's right Right. facebook marketplace dude
2: yeah (laughs) where you been at I don't sell
3: drugs (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the up and up
5: was a dark, dusty road in West Texas Where a young cowboy thumbed down a ride Got in the truck with a suitcase and a fiddle And a bag he kept by his side The farmer could see that this young man was broken By the thunder that healed in his mind So he offered his bottle of tequila to the radio to see what he would find By and by the young man grew a bit more social Concealing worries in his head Said he didn't care for the mariachi on the radio Would he mind if he tuned to something else instead? the moon was new, the night was black as a bottle, And the radio glowed upon his face He grew still as he fiddled with the dial Tuning signals that came from outer space but Just in the mirror, the better to regard him and The farmer asked how far he planned to go The cowboy asked if he would take him across the border And after that, he really didn't know Farmer said, "Eho, I can see that you are troubled By things that I don't think you can outrun But I will take you far across the border kept the silence for another mile, and the cowboy flipped his cigarette outside. Then he took another pull from the bottle, while the truth searched for words on which to write. I had to find her and Take with me the memory of her face The Night was starless as I stood before the lady Tuned in signals that came from outer space No one could find her on the day she was Mary And they left the church fearful of the cause The next day someone found the woman's body sure just who she was sometimes when i'm dialing on the radio i think i hear a fiddle start to play but i can never tune in the signal and i never hear what she's trying to say farmer said i don't think that you will find Must go back and stand upon the gallows. I reckon that's what the signal's trying to tell. The police stopped them as they tried to cross at Roma, and he nodded when they read him his rights. And in the truck, he left the suitcase and the fiddle in the bag he'd kept by his side. Farmer took the bag and he looked there inside it and was struck by the beauty in her face in the dark with all the sorrow.
6: Zach, tell me your story so to give you just a little bit of background uh these are all about crazy Dave and as my my buddy started calling him after he met him and he's a guy you know I used to used to party with back in the day and he has the best wild stories that I know of um so to start off with, um, Dave, Dave's like, a he's like five, five and 120 pounds, <laughs> but he could fucking drink. I yeah. mean, a lot. And I mean, he could put away probably more than I could, but he would, he would black out. So one of the things that he was notorious for was pissing on things and people. <laughs> yeah. So one of the, the earlier ones, I guess, was they were at a Tony's dorm room uh, and Tony used to date Dave's sister and I guess they had all drank a bunch and Tim was sleeping in the floor. Tim's another guy we used to hang out with and <laughs> Tim's laying in the floor. He wakes up. Dave's just pissing at random, I guess, over in the corner or something where Tim's sleeping. And it's like splashed on Tim's like, God damn it, Dave, stop, stop. You're fucking peeing on me. Like my shirt's getting wet. There's so much. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think Tim would genuinely hate the guy because that's not the only time. There was another, another really good one at, or uh, uh, well, a lot of good ones came out of Eddie's house. Um, Eddie was Dave's cousin. And... The, the, the basement was kind of... I mean, it was a party hangout. You know, they they wound up eventually with, like, kind of a bar down there. And, um, you know, it was... And it was surprisingly close to both my parents' house and uh, and Dave's house. So, you know, I, I didn't go over there often, but Dave did. And exact same scenario, uh, Tim was sleeping on the floor, and there was a drain there. And I think Dave was actually aiming for the drain. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim... Little sprinkles on his cheek while he was laying there on the floor and fucking wakes up. Dave's sitting there taking a piss on him. Well, at least he had an
3: excuse. He was aiming for the drain. It's not his fault that Tim laid on top of the drain.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, this was the good time that Dave was aiming for a drain and not the bookcase over in the corner. No, right. (laughs) Because one of the nights... Um, Eddie was down there, passed out in a chair or something like that, and he woke up here. You know, I guess the sound of of running water. And he wakes up and he sees Dave over near, I guess, the, and it was a, a low-level basement with a um, a garage. The garage was on the same level, like right through the door right there. And Dave's just standing over there, pissing on a bookcase. <laughs> so, and he jumps up, and he's like, God damn it, Dave, what the hell's wrong with you? Grabs him by his shirt and just drags him out through the, the garage and out into the gravel drive. And now it's like, you know, probably two in the morning at this point, maybe later. He just drags him out there, and he goes, you yeah, know, fucking do that out here. Don't piss on my bookcase. So... And he leaves him out there and comes back inside. And he said he woke up like a couple hours later and he was like, where the fuck is Dave? So he goes out in the driveway and Dave is laying in the gravel driveway, passed out in a puddle of his own piss with his pants around his ankles. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I, I wish I could say that was the worst one of him pissing on people and things, but I have my own firsthand story of this happening. (laughs) So I arranged just to go hang out with Dave and an ex of mine. She was an ex at the time. And, you know, suppose we're just going to go hang out, go get coffee, just, you know, sit down and chat for the evening. Yeah. Go over to Dave's apartment and, um, you know, knock on the door, go in and, he goes, he's like, uh, all right, you know, are, are, we, are we leaving now? I'm like, yeah. So he pulls out two 40s of, I think, beast ice. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. And like I said, Dave's like 5'5 five, five and like 117 pounds, as he told me one time. He's a tiny dude. This dude chugs both 40s in like five ten minutes oh my god yeah and i should have known something was wrong when because he we had arranged that i was going to drive his car so he had handed me his keys and we leave the apartment and it's a small parking lot he asked me at least 10 times like hey man do you have my keys i'm like yeah, dude, you gave them to me in the apartment. All right. And they talk for like a few more seconds. Hey, man, I don't have my keys on me. Do you have my keys? I'm like, yeah, dude, you just asked me this like 20 seconds ago. I've got your keys. This happened like every time his he would have like a break in his thoughts. He would ask me if, we, if I had his keys. He had to have asked me like at least 10 times on the way to the car. <laughs> so we get in the car, we drive up to... Um, and I don't know if I, I won't say the name of the place. Where there's a little cafe in Park Hills, and my ex lived like across the street from there. And we, we were like, you yeah, know, yeah, we can stop in here, get some coffee, and then go do whatever else we're gonna do. So we pull up. I send her a text. I'm like, you yeah, know, hey, I'm here. You know, Dave's with me. Blah blah blah. And. I'm rooting around in the passenger side of his car. Now, remember, we're on Dixie Highway. We are, you know, the front end of the car is, you know, the sidewalk's distance from Dixie Highway. Yeah. And I'm rooting around, like I said, I'm rooting around in the passenger side of it. It was an a older green Mustang. And I start rooting around and I feel water sprinkling on my fucking foot. <laughs> I turn and look and standing, you know, shoulder to shoulder with me, he's pissing into the wheel well of the car. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, the there is literally a bathroom like 50 feet over there in the cafe that we're supposed to go to. Right. Still not realizing how big of a problem there is at this point. So, my ex shows up and... I don't remember all the the dealings and whatnot but we eventually decided that we were going to go to the bellevue um um veteran the veterans bars well, i i can't even think right now vfw yeah yeah so we decided we're going to go to the Be- bellevue vfw because i had been there like recent to this with some, with a bunch of other friends and it was like a crazy like you know they had a DJ and they had all sorts of lights and you know the drinks were cheap as fuck oh yeah super cheap exactly so we're like yeah we can go down have some drinks not spend a lot of money and it'll be a cool place to hang out because it was like a Friday or Saturday we walk in and dude it's like a quiet normal bar there's like I don't even think there's music playing and I'm like, oh shit, like, now oh, maybe there's something going on in the back room because that's where this DJ thing was going on. No, there is one old man sitting back there, like lean back in one of the wooden chairs, staring at a TV. We walk in, he turns around and just kind of gives us this, this like, what the fuck are you doing here look? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, so in my mind, I'm trying to process the idea that, you know, we should probably leave and find somewhere else to go. Before I can say anything, Dave looks at the two of us and at the top of his lungs goes, would you guys be down for a threesome? <laughs> I almost shit myself because the old man turned around and looked at us like, he had that look on his face like, get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> so I dragged Dave out you know, she follows me. We get, we get the hell out of there as fast as we can get in the car. We're gone. And he had it in his drunken mind. He kept saying, he's like, I'm going to freak you out. I'm going to freak you out. Like he was just trying to mess with her. I don't, I don't know what was going on with my, he's kind of like that anyways, but in the car, she made the mistake of reaching up to the front seat and he licked her hand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I finally, I drop her off, I drive him back to his place, I switch back to my car and just leave him there drunk at his at his apartment. I spent the next two hours, I went back and met up with her, I spent the next two hours apologizing <laughs> while we were just hanging out as normal at the cafe where he pissed on my foot.
4: All right.
6: <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the... I guess the meat of the, the Dave <laughs> pissing on people's stories so, but you know, I, I've got, I've got a lot more of, of some of the, just the, uh, shenanigans that he got into on a regular basis.
3: <laughs> All right. Yeah, man, we will have you, uh, call back in and, uh, continue the saga of crazy Dave and the shenanigans that he gets into. I appreciate it, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is over. Find yep. us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Facebook. Soberless thoughts. That's what you look up, and that's where you'll find us. Yep. Not sober, but we'll have thoughts, <laughs> and you won't like them.
1: See you. Uh, well, I went to the doctor because I had a little itch Deep in my butthole that I just couldn't reach Well, that doctor put on a glove and I tried to anticipate But nothing could prepare me for when he tickled my prostate Oh, yeah! He tickled my prostate That shit Yeah, it's on
5: we later
3: on that. I was making love to my girl But it felt like something was missing Like I needed more in my world So I had to reach around And stick her finger in my ass At first she was kind of nervous But then But then She finger fucked me Like a pissed off butch lesbian And made me her little bitch